No one's ever been like, Zach Efron's really missing a sidekick. <laughs> well, they have been like, yeah. Zach Efron's missing something. Yeah. So at least he's trying. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's trying other stuff out. Yeah. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Okay, per special request, here it is, a Tuesday episode. They wanted it. They said, don't do Monday. Give us a Tuesday. We obliged. Uh, feeling a little out of sorts, but uh, it's feeling out of sorts. Sorts is a new feeling, and a new feeling is a good feeling. You know who said that? Uh, no. Me, on a Tuesday episode of Brunch. <laughs> okay. Uh, we also, we since we did take the request to do a Tuesday episode, mm-hmm. we had to kind of take something away from you, and we didn't do a Friday episode as well. Yes. there's a, We have a good little push and pull with our... Guests like or with our listeners, sometimes they'll be like, "Hey, uh, like bring the noise," and we'll be like, "Okay," but we won't for a portion as well. And then that's just kind of how the that's how the podcasting world goes round. So uh, feels good to be doing this on a Tuesday. Uh, this is as you promised a Christopher or a Winnie the Pooh takedown episode. Yes. We both saw Christopher Robin. We'll get to that in a little bit. The spoiler alert is, I think that you liked Christopher Robin more than I liked Christopher Robin, which is the last fucking thing in the world I ever expected. Yeah, we'll cut this out of the podcast because uh, I'm I'm not going on record to say anything negative against Paddington, which, honestly, it's It isn't a one or the not, other. No, it's no, like no. being a hockey fan and a basketball fan. The only person I know in the world who's on record being like, I really like both sports until like we came along this last year being Trailblazers was Michael Hawley. And for years, everyone was like, you got to pick which one are you. Don't pull that fake shit. And he's like, I like both sports. Like You can be fans of Paddington and Pooh. It's just weird if you're a bigger Pooh fan than Paddington because Pooh sucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, one thing I will say, I did feel a little bit fucking betrayed by the guy who co-wrote Paddington 2, the one who followed me on Twitter, because I just kept tweeting about Paddington all the fucking time. The, one of the writers of Paddington, the security guard who's yeah. in both movies, yeah. he's in fucking Christopher Robin. Ew, I don't like that. That's a little, like, it, it's okay for us to like both of them. It's okay for anybody else to like both of them. But if you're going to write Paddington 2, you should not be uh, in the Winnie the Pooh movie. That's some sellout shit. That's some treasonous shit. Yeah, I'm trying to we think. We committed some light treason. Yeah. L- yeah, light to light to medium treason. So fucked up. I love that you're working Arrested Development oh, references yeah. in. Good times. Um, but in this uh, in this witching hour, in this movie themed episode, we'd be remiss if we didn't discuss uh, the latest movie pass shit because <laughs> another huge movie pass thing went down, and it's actually like solid. I think. Uh, yeah, but it's only solid. It's completely because it came in reaction yeah. to uh, a, lot of bad like a really really bad idea, mm-hmm. which is it's funny because uh, we said last week that it might be the last time we talk, talk about Movie Pass. Seemed mm-hmm. like it was dying. Mm-hmm. When it's never the last time we're talking about Movie nope. Pass. It's never dying. I'm still gonna pay ten dollars a month to whatever company. Like even if it bounces every time, I'm just gonna keep sending it for the rest of my life. Uh, so so here's here's what's interesting about Movie Pass. It's it's we obviously know that they're losing money. They're not great at making money. But they're also just, like, really bad at business decisions because mm-hmm. they literally change direction every couple weeks, which is why we're talking about them every couple weeks. Uh, 
it's it's funny because like when a sports team comes out with new jerseys and they're obviously bad yeah and it's like holy shit how did you not kind of right how did you not roll this out engage reaction right and then go back to the drawing focus board. group at motherfucker movie pass is doing that so yeah. like to their credit they're yeah. uh, they're coming out they're they're listening to people but like they should probably have some focus groups first right, i was gonna rather say rather like than just releasing it to the public being like this is our new direction they, uh, yeah like they kind of are focus grouping stuff but they're focus grouping it by making like permanent decisions <laughs> yes. that actually affect the way their business runs so everyone sees it the beauty of focus groups is that there's only like 20 fucking people in the room and they've signed something saying we're not going to fucking talk about this after movie pass is doing a focus group with the entire world that has twitter yes. that is just massively uh risky harmful to your business but movie pass i can't decide like i've i've compared movie pass to so many different things First, I've just said it. I've said it's like a uh, like a child with a credit card who doesn't quite know how to use a credit card. Uh, then I've said it's like a person who keeps buying into uh, a poker game yes. uh, for less and less when the blinds are going up. And I'm sure I've compared it to a drug addict. I think that right now it's back at drug addict status, where every five minutes it's like, dude, I'm sorry yeah. about that last thing, but but listen, listen, I've fucking figured it out i'm good this is what we're gonna do and you're like motherfucker in three days you're gonna say this is what we're gonna do about something completely different like think of how different movie pass is right now from how movie pass was like 10 days ago movie pass yeah. 10 days ago used to be a thing where you could, movies. where you could go to select theaters and uh Using your own money and not your movie pass card, go to see movies because this thing didn't fucking let you see any movies anything. or do anything. And ten days before that, you could go to any movie with movie pass, and now it's you can go to three movies a month with no limits. I do think though, it's, it's some limits. Like, well, uh, you still can't. I don't think you can see a movie twice. Maybe you can. Uh, I don't know. I, I three movies a month. They drop the price da- back down to ten dollars, mm-hmm. um, and. They have like some restricted showings, I think. Unbelievable. But, but they they're actually like sort of opening it up to all the big movies because yeah. the last update was that it was going up to fifteen dollars a month, um, and you could only see they were blacking out like a lot of movies. They had very right. limited show times with limited movies, full blackout movies for for some uh, some films, especially in the first couple weeks. So yeah, who wants like, to see a movie in the first couple of weeks? It's out. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, no one's no. talking about the movie. That's then. not that's not a peak time. Yeah. Uh, so now it's three movies per month uh, for ten bucks. Which, I mean, is probably it, what it should it, have been to begin with. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but is should it have started a there? Better pass. deal, uh, a better deal with uh, AMC now. Oh no, AMC is definitely a better deal. You think AMC so? is well, it's I mean four times as many movies, right? And. Uh, it's got. But it depends on your your amenities. Location. A in A list is for amenities yes. because they give you all these fucking amenities. I've been just rolling around in the amenities. What what, uh, what amenities are you taking advantage of? Uh, well, signing up in advance is a big yeah. thing. But this week I did find the first drawback of AMC A list, and it is that you were. You said, ooh, a drawback, and I said, ooh, this one's hot. i got to save it for the podcast. Prepare to be disappointed. It's a pretty lame drawback. Uh, When you sign up for a movie in advance, you are leaving yourself to be surprised by 
who's sitting where. So That's if you true. sign, so I signed up to see Christopher Robin uh, like a couple hours in advance, and then when I got there, the movie's about to start, and this fucking woman brings a child into the fucking movie theater. He did go see a Winnie the Pooh movie, and <laughs> sits like right in front of me. I'm like, I picked a radius of nobody fucking near me. I'm going to be on my phone this whole time, and now you've disrupted my movie experience, woman with a child. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Like, you do, with MoviePass, you do know uh, exactly what you're getting when you walk into that theater because yeah. you're buying your tickets 30 seconds beforehand. There's Usually. some... Th- I have actually bought uh, tickets in advance for uh, movie pass. So have I. Uh, I work right near the AMC That's theater true. that I go to most. So sometimes I'll stop off in the morning, get a ticket, go catch a movie after work. Very nice. Um, I have a couple drawbacks from because I used my first AMC A list uh, perk. Hey, uh, to see you look different. Yeah, your posture is better. Yeah. Um, so have your I, pants shrunk? It looks like yes. you're a little more well endowed than well, thank before. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, A list stuff. <laughs> Makes your dick grow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AMC A-list. Boy, you going to get dick. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my first couple drawbacks for the AMC experience. One, you have to give your ID when you are when you get your chick- ticket checked. I didn't. I think really? That, I think that you may have just run into a... Uh, I saw fucking Christopher Robin. It's not a rated R movie. I know, but it might have been like... Uh, Hey, who, dro- who who dropped you off? Are they going to come in here with you? Give me so- some ID, sir. It could have been that. There's no way you can afford the $20 per month that it requires on that allowance right. that you've got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are they paying kids these days? So I, I had to give my ID to the guy at the, at the ID thing or the ticket thing. Not a big fan of that. Yeah. And also, I just sort of miss the, the physical holding the movie pass card in my hand. And yeah. swiping it at the little kiosk and, and getting myself a movie. I've realized a beautiful thing about MoviePass, and again, just a treacherous business decision <laughs> by MoviePass, is that they gave everybody a credit card <laughs> for $10 a month. Which Who the fuck, fuck wasn't going to sign up for that? Like, yeah. imagine having a credit card where all you got to do is pay off $10 a month, and like, there's no interest, nothing goes up. It's just, you pay $10, and they're like... You're good. It was Keep a credit spending. card, and it and like uh, the overhead must have been kind of just larger than it should have been. You didn't need to send us a credit card, right? A personally engraved credit card. Yeah. This I feel like this is a part of MoviePass that's kind of gone overlooked. They right. sent everybody a personally engraved credit card. Yeah, that's and said, "Tell you what, you get this. Give Go us ten dollars a month. Go yeah, wild, pal. Go. You know how expensive movies can be. Yeah, use this credit card at the movies. Those things are expensive. Go spend it there." Uh, Speaking of IDs, uh, I one drawback of showing people your ID, and we we have the very friendly uh, ticket taker at Burlington that we love. I forget his name. I think his name's Dan. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, big thing with that awkward experience of showing a ticket taker your ID, you probably don't get it. Do they they always call you by your name, right? Yes. They'll yeah, say yeah. like, "Enjoy your movie, Peter," yep. and you get called Peter sometimes. Uh, Call Pe- you David. Peter's close enough to Pete. People are always like, 
hey, have a fun time, David. I'm like, you think you fucking know me? <laughs> Acting like, uh, you think that just because you're holding my fucking ID, you know me? You don't even know my name, and it says my name on there. Get yeah. out of here. I uh, I actually do love the greeters at AMC, uh, the AMC that we go to. I would say that is a plus. Yes. Dan, especially Which is a Dan, wild thing to have, like... There's also an old woman who's very nice. Yes, yeah. the, the lady who just sits down all Yeah, the time. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it is a... Uh, it is... It is wild that customer service is a plus at a movie theater in 2018. Right, where the only uh, notable customer service experience I had experienced in the past year was watching a woman run out of a theater screaming about an active (laughs) rat. And the people there being like, yeah, well, it's a movie theater. Right, what did you expect? Probably a rat in there. Sorry about that lady. Um, You know who would be a great ticket taker? Who? Is my man from Mamma Mia 2. Oh, Except yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to just roll into movies wearing fucking podcasting yeah. pants in a tank like I usually do. I, I would have to actually dress up. Yes, because he is very. You critical. have not been going to the gym of late. <laughs> like, oh fuck! It'd yeah. be even worse with uh, the AMC Stubbs program because the, he makes you take he takes your ID at least for me. Yeah. And so I'd always be getting fucking compared to my ID. Yeah. He'd be like, "Ooh, blonde doesn't work on you, sir." Yeah. <laughs> right. You've changed your hair. It is not good. David, have fun at the movies. Uh, My name is actually DJ. Why do you go by child's name? (laughs) Ah, you sassy, hilarious gay guy. Damn it. Did we determine whether he was gay or not? He's definitely gay. Well, we used him to determine that Colin Firth was was gay. gay, And it made us appreciate the uh, Harry and Bill dancing queen. Yes. That, that that honestly is probably the happiest moment of that movie for me in hindsight. So when I went to see when I, I went to see Christopher Robin last night, I got there and it was like probably like nine, probably around ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. A bunch of a bunch of older women coming out of the theater singing ABBA. Yes, and like just laughing it up. Yeah, and there was a moment of panic where I was like. Am I going to make a split-second decision here to go Dude, see Mamma Mia 2? I would have loved it. So this would have been the perfect Christopher Robin episode if I saw it and hated it and you went fucking to went to Mamma Mia <laughs> instead. That would have been the best. We, we left this off the um, one of our many Mamma Mia podcasts because I forgot to say it. But when I saw Mamma Mia, uh, here we go again, there were women in the row, I think in the same row as me, older women and... As I was getting up and walking out, they were walking out and they were dancing and singing. And the woman in the front of like the line as they were coming out was like, "Oh, sorry, don't mind us. We we just had so much fun." I was like, "You think I mind that shit? I just I was like, I was there too. I had so much fun." And then we were like My gabbing and yeah, I was like, I loved that. And they were like, "Did you enjoy the movie? You sad boy who's alone watching Mamma Mia the morning it ki- it comes out." And I was like. For the yes. second time? No, this was the first oh, viewing. Really? Yeah, the second viewing, uh, there was only, I think, one other couple in the theater, and it was an old couple, which kind of triggered me a little bit because I'm trying to get my parents to see uh, Mamma Mia. Here we go again. I think my mom will like it. I'm not sure about my dad. My dad, uh, I get my uh, all-over-the-place music uh musical taste for my dad because my dad likes some random shit that you wouldn't expect him to like and then doesn't like shit that you wouldn't expect him to like and then I fill in the gaps with my mom fucking liking everything so I want my dad to see Mamma Mia my old ass Irish dad to see Mamma Mia and hear how he loved it that's just my little goal in life um, old people man yeah I'm I'm uh I don't know I Mamma Mia just like is it makes me so happy and I'm so happy that other people a, like a it. girl I work with came out to me last night uh, and was like, 
DJ, guess what? And I was like, hmm, what, what could be the best news that this person could say? And she said, I saw Mamma Mia, here we go again this weekend. And I was like, fuck yeah, some, <laughs> you had a good weekend, cool, mazel tov. And she was like, I didn't really like it as much as the first one. And I was what? like, let's wrap up this interaction. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, get the fuck out of my life. Yeah. I heard the uh, the uh, Lights Camera Boys talking about their Mamma Mia theater going experience. Oh, I've got to listen to that. And they were saying, like, a couple of them went and people were legitimately, like, standing up and singing and dancing oh, during the movie. Yeah. And I was I was thinking and I was like, is there any other movie in the world that I would be happy for audience participation, and the answer is probably no. Right. But if it happened in Mamma Mia two, I probably would have been thrilled with it. That's the reverse of. Uh, I've probably told this story uh, when I saw the girl with the dragon tattoo. Uh, I think there was a group of people, like youngish, like probably late teens, early twenties, who had chosen to see the girl with the dragon tattoo, and. Uh, there are two rape scenes in that movie. Didn't know that. Uh, they're like ones. Uh, th- this guy rapes the, the girl. And there's a revenge rape. And then scene. there's a revenge rape scene that is like graphic as fuck. It's like a huge like, oh shit. Yeah. And they were fucking cracking up, and like the whole, like a hush had befallen the whole theater of like, oh my god. And they were just laughing. So they're doing like, got him and like shit like that. And I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, you want bad shit to happen to this guy. But we're not, this isn't like a, not the type of stuff that we laugh at. I would get up and clap and dance at Mamma Mia. Here we go again. Matter of fact, why don't we round up a little crew and have like a Mamma Mia, here we go again, dance party Um, where where it'd be like you. Yeah, exactly. We would all spring up. We would get like different corners of the theater and we would get up. Uh, some of us would have to be located close enough so when there's the Bill and Harry scene, uh, we, do we can do the Titanic, hold on to each other. I actually think that uh, the Bill and Harry thing is so good that it should – like the Titanic should be called doing the Bill and doing Harry. Bill and Harry. <laughs> because the Bill and Harry thing, it was just – I don't know. I'm obsessed with it. It's everything I fucking stand for. It's like as as someone like what one of my best friends is is gay and like that's kind of how we are, you know? Yeah. I watched that and I was like, "Oh man, fuck. Just everything I stand for. I love those guys." And when the when my coworker was saying that she didn't really like it, I was like, "Did you go to the bathroom during the restaurant scene where or the uh the boat scene, the yacht scene?" What? That's. I mean, those are the two best scenes in that movie. The I like the dancing queen yachts. Yeah, my peak. Yeah, um, that is the, that is the if, biggest smile moment of that yeah, movie. But if somebody wanted to say that Waterloo is their favorite scene, I probably wouldn't have a bigger. Uh, I forgot either. Waterloo is good too. Yeah, Waterloo is the the restaurant scene. No, oh, I meant uh, the restaurant where he sees the guy oh, okay. who yeah, yelled uh, Abalonia. <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, so I was in uh, Maine with my family this weekend. And the Agunquit movie theater, which is like a Abe Lincoln type theater, was showing Mamma Mia. And I was like checking the weather forecast. I was like, rain, come on. Yeah. Give us, give me some fucking excuse to get these motherfuckers into this theater. And nice. uh, 
it did but like there was like we had a baby with us and like it just couldn't be done and it was like event i knew that it was going to reach a point where someone was gonna say stop saying for a couple hours no no. it was gonna reach a point where like i casually suggested it enough times that if i did it once or twice more i was running the risk of having to have somebody say like Listen, we're not DJ, doing this. stop asking us to go see Mamma Mia. Here you go again. But across the street from the movie theater where they were showing Mamma Mia was a place that was called like uh, Abalonia, Apollonia, whatever that name is. And okay. I was like, man, we could have seen this movie, walked over to the theater, and then everyone would have been like, Abalonia. <laughs> but no, the, yeah, the scene where they catch up and no one's listening to yeah. them is, that's really like... I think Waterloo is the best musical number in Mamma Mia 2, but the yacht scene is the best scene. You know what I've been bumping a lot, though, is uh, the at the end when they do the Bollywood ending, yes. uh, Super Trooper, yeah. sung by Cher and Meryl Streep, which doesn't make and sense everybody. at all. And they right, it's like the cast, yeah. yeah. And uh, we've talked about it. I, I just love the, the guys yeah. in the bar with the beer. It's the only time... Mommy, actually, Mamiya does do the thing of like, hey, let's have the guys be guys and be men. I mean, they do it in the first one when they're on the boardwalk and they're jumping yeah. around with the flip-flop things or whatever those things are called. What are those called? Uh, the water flips? Uh, flippers. Flippers? Is that yeah, what they're called? I think so. Yeah. Where like the bachelor party is, hey, you want to go stand? Uh, I do like the idea that like uh, Mamma Mia has guys, guys, but guys, guys. That are willing, yeah, to, to sing and to, dance, to sing and dance, to and, do the Titanic, and do the Titanic, the and be gay, yeah. and that's like, again, yeah, we're just what a fucking progressive movie, yes. because there are gay guys, guys out there. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So what? Just if you haven't seen the movie by now, we we've given you so many times. reasons. <laughs> I think. What would you say? Uh, What's like the leaderboard on movies we just don't stop talking about? Get out, get was out is first, yeah, because we talked about that like nineteen different times, and we had like guests who months. wanted to come on and yeah. talk about how good Get Out was. Well, I mean, it's probably number two or no Paddington. Yeah, Paddington. We did a full sixty minute. Well, we kind of did a full. We at this point we've done a full sixty plus plus minute uh, episode on Mamma Mia too. I wonder if we could have somebody. We could. Uh, maybe we could do it on the plane or something. Actually, I don't know. How, we got to get somebody to do it to uh, compile all of our Mamma Mia talk into, into like one, super one Mamma Mia super episode. I think that it would be. I think I would honestly want to listen to that. Sometimes It'd every now and then, probably be us just saying the same thing over and over again on like four different episodes. That's awesome. <laughs> I bet the by the fourth time we say it, it's probably so refined. Yeah, it's true. It's like a comedian do like, like the, the practicing the, is set. Right. The first one is an open mic, and now we're fucking headlining the, the Apollo. Yeah, yeah, we're taping the special. Fantastic. You know what else is fantastic? Did I say fantastic? Is that what I said? Yeah. Why not? Tell you what else is fantastic. Getting stuff on demand, like emails. I just got right one. Now. We all heard it. It's out there. Let's talk about it. Let's start a dialogue. Okay. Did I just get an email? Sure did. Yeah. Am I going to check it? Probably not. Maybe in like three weeks. Little thing you should know about me if you don't already. I don't like getting stuff. I don't like receiving stuff. I don't like communication. Or doing things on time. Doing things on time, not a big thing. Uh, but you can get stamps on time if you want. All you need is Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can access all the services of the post office, which, cannot stress enough, 
is good. Yeah. I like the post office. Pete, do you like the post office? It's a pro post office podcast. We are both on record P-P-P. saying we like the post office. Don't bring any of that slanderous post office talk around here. Up in this house. In fact, I don't even know that slanderous post office talk exists. No. Because who wouldn't like the post office? Right. The post office, it's okay to me. Buy and print real U.S. postage for any letter or any package. Like most websites, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Here's what you do. You click, print, mail, and you're done. Stamps.com will even send you a digital scale. You can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every time. If I use Stamps.com, I can't I stop talking about it. I watched you use it. I can attest. I can. I, I bear witness to I, your using of Stamps.com. You bear witness to Stamps.com bearing my postage proof. Yes. It's... I personally recommend it. Me, DJ, ask a ticket taker. They will say David, David John Bean. David John Bean, uh, which is a similar name to JD Drew. People forget that JD Drew's name is David Jonathan Drew, and he goes by JD Drew. Weird what thing. Idiot. What an idiot! But what a good player. Uh, so listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you a call to action, and here it comes. Right now, use brunch. For this special offer, it's a four-week trial. It includes postage and a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in brunch. That's Stamps.com. Enter brunch. Brunch. It's a Stamps.com podcast. Uh, before we get to our Christopher Robin review, we have a, uh, a Zach Efron heat check. We do? Yeah. What? But it's like a literal Zach Efron heat check. He, e! News posted a picture this week of Zach Efron and his brother just like working out together, shirtless. Ooh. Uh, sweat, baby, sweat, yeah. baby, sex uh, is a Texas drought. You and me one, do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. One, literally, I think Zach Efron. Is his brother is more muscular than him, which is wild. Why is Zac Efron pushing his, his brother, brother into yes. the picture? Yeah, yeah. I, I did notice that, like over the past few weeks or this year, really, at the Boston Marathon. Yeah, his brother was running the marathon. Humble brag, sweet dude. No one's ever out. been like Zac Efron's really missing a sidekick. <laughs> well, they have been like yeah. Zac Efron's missing something. Yes, so at least exactly. he's trying. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's trying other stuff out. Yeah. Uh, so him and his brother now. Uh, his brother's in. in Somehow in better shape than him. Okay. Uh, number two, I think his brother might be more attractive than Zac Efron. Huh. In I'd... like a in like a Zac Efron sort of ruined himself Ooh. sort of way. He, that guy's like that guy's like a, an Italian leather baseball glove now. Yeah. When's uh, yeah. I hope that Zac Efron is just like laying low and getting ready for something big. Like I would love for uh, not really. Just like give me something that we can even pretend we're excited about. Like do the fucking Ben Affleck. Well, in... he's doing the he's doing the Ted Bundy movie. Maybe oh, that's right. It. Yes, right. We're gonna act like that's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for that. <laughs> so the uh, the heat check is the, just that Zac Efron introducing his brother into the mix. Maybe not the best idea because he sort of makes Zac Efron look bad by comparison. Yeah, uh, we uh, there will be some Zac Efron related stuff coming up this weekend so check that out check it out on our uh, social media which uh we've been ramping up the social media of late yeah and it has uh, has had i think that we've been doing a great job this is an initiative completely undertaken by you and i've slow like i was never opposed to it it took me a little uh 
it took me like a week or two to get into participating in it yeah. because I'm fucking me. But I love it. Like we're po- like not only are we a podcast now, now we just post some cool shit that isn't necessarily on the podcast, but just is like our fucking way of thinking. Yes. I like it. Uh, and it has had not great results. We've lost a bunch of followers. Yes, it's reminded people that they follow <laughs> us. I really think that's exactly what's happening. People are like, oh, I do follow brunch. Yeah. I haven't listened to that show in a while. So. Yeah. Mm. And so we've we've lost some numbers, but that's fine. Well, actually, I will say we've gained some back. Good. I, I mean, I see no reason why we shouldn't do shit like that. Uh, Lights Camera Podcast does it in an awesome way. They're more we've trying to get they're like shameless, right? They're they're more trying to get like social engagement. We're more like this podcast, just like putting out shit that we think is funny to us. Like I like I texted you something the other day, and you were like. Don't text that to me. Just put it on the brunch thing. Yeah, and I was like, "Pass is now a five dollar concession <laughs> coupon." <laughs> yeah, which, which great, great job. If they hadn't have made this move, they were pretty close to that happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so if you want to engage with us or follow us on social media, uh, our Twitter is Listen to Brunch. Our Instagram is Listen to Brunch, and that's about it. We're gonna be uh, in Atlanta this weekend yes. with Randy. So we're gonna much like. If you folks were around when we went to Lollapalooza, we're going to be doing a lot of shit from the brunch Instagram and Twitter accounts. I will, uh, I will have, inst- I will have Twitter on my phone for the weekend. A little uh, humble Ooh, brag. Wow. So, be- watch out for that. We're going to be posting a lot of cool stuff. I'm so, so, so deeply excited to hang out with Randy and uh, eat food and go see Taylor Swift. It's going to be an absolute blast. Yeah, uh, I'm an, I'm a glasses guy. Randy's a glasses guy. Mm. You're not a glasses guy, but you can get on the train if you not want. Not yet. Uh, if you want to get on the train, what you should do is go to WarbyParker.com and get one of those free home try-on programs. It allows you to order five pairs of glasses and try them on for five days without any obligation to buy. They ship it to you free, and it includes a prepaid shipping return label. Uh, that's exactly how I got mm. my favorite pair of glasses. Um, I did the home try-on. I wanted to buy like three pairs of glasses, but I only got one, and I wear them all the time now. So head to warryparker.com slash brunch to get your free home try-on today. The glasses start at 95 bucks. That includes prescription lenses and lenses that have anti-glare and anti-scratch technology. Uh, for every pair that you buy, a pair is distributed to someone in need. And if you have the iPhone X, make sure to download Warby Parker's app where you can use their brand new feature, Find Your Fit. Find Your Fit uses iPhone X's true depth camera to map and measure key facial features. Using these measurements, Find Your Fit recommends approximately 12 Warby Parker frames that are likely the best fit for your damn face. The process for your own face. Your own face, unless you want to buy it for somebody else. Uh, then makes a good gift. Yeah. The process is seamless and only takes a few seconds. So go to warbyparker.com slash brunch. For your home try-on kit today. Let's talk about Christopher Robin. Uh, a film I didn't like, but we were going to see, and uh, audiences liked it. It's it's low on Rotten Tomatoes, but high audience score. So that's what's going on there. Uh, what did you think of uh, it? <laughs> uh, first of all, we, I obviously had a uh, a pre-existing bias, bias just because I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Paddington stan, mm-hmm. and so I begrudgingly went to go see my big fat 
perverted. I called it my my big fat movie. crazy ex bear friend. <laughs> yes, uh, that's that's pretty accurate. But I went to go see it. I think I mean I I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, I thought that it was a uh, a cute enjoyable movie. But my biggest overall thought is like who is this movie made for? One of my notes. So first of all, I was an issue I had while watching it is I was constantly comparing it to Paddington. Like my yeah. first ten notes were, uh, like uh, the honey looks worse than the marmalade. You know, yeah. like I was just like I was it's watching true. it through that lens. And once I turned that off, I came to that thought, which is, a kid can't enjoy this. Yeah, like, a, a kid can't be sitting there being like, oh, this is so cool that it's like uh, Elf, except if they only showed. Uh, the the Roger Hobbs work scenes. That's all it like. Most of the movie is is him working and being is miserable. Ewan McGregor being at work and not liking his boss. And I'm like, kids like this. Uh, Piglet and Eeyore and all them and Tigger are probably in it for a combined five minutes. Most of it is poo, and they make poo the dumbest character that's ever He's existed. Like very th- dumb. Think season one, Jessica Day. On dumb pills, yeah. like he is so. I've said this before. Like in improv, they they have a rule where if you if you're a dumb character, you have to be uh, a character who has all their uh, faculties, facilities, whatever, something like that. Who has all of their like marbles, sort of. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, does dumb things. You can't be like they say. Uh, like you start a scene being like, "Hey, let's go to the bank," and I'm like, "I." I don't know What's how to bank? walk. <laughs> yeah, like th- that's that's not what you do. Like uh, you go to the bank and you do something silly. Yeah. That's what a dumb character Which, does. Pooh can't do anything. Pooh is so <laughs> dumb and not like disabled. No. Nothing like that. Just but, fucking dumb. Like I don't remember him being a really stupid character. Like I remember Pooh being like lazy. He and would aloof. have to stop and he would go think, 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 yeah. think. Uh, also, his voice sucked. His voice sounded like a dying fat guy. Oh, yes, I need your help. I've lost all of my friends. And he looked bad. He looked bad. But who it, has seen better days? But it sort of felt like it kind of fit with how dumb that his character was in that movie that he would look that bad. And he was I mean he was depressed. Like he was sad they didn't yeah. have Christopher Robin. But who looks worse? Who's aged worse? Uh Pooh or Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks? Oh, dude. Last night we ended uh, the show with that story, and usually like we'll have like whatever like weird thing is in the news, and then we'll talk about it for two minutes, and the show will end. And they put up that picture, and I was like, I was supposed to lead it. I was like, yeah, that's Sean Weiss who plays Goldberg. Uh, he's fallen on some terrible times, yeah. and as it's you like can hard see to there, be, like witty about that right, story like yeah. Because- and- like the last time he was arrested for meth, you can be witty because you're he's like, sort "Oh of, man, he's on meth, yeah. crazy Goldberg." Now this time it's like, "Wow, that guy is going to die." Like, yeah, like his life has fallen apart. Yeah. And the other two people on the set were the exact same way. Yeah, they were like, "This feels like dirty no one thinks to, it's funny." Yeah, yeah, it's I, I really it's it sounds cliche, but <clears throat> like you really fucking hope that that guy Gets can the help can get some quickly. fucking help because. He looks. I, I'm, I've always been fascinated by that, like how, um, like Levon Helm and uh, like Jim Calhoun were the same age, but like one lifestyle makes you look way older than someone else who's your same age. 
I've never seen someone under 40 who looks that old. And that yeah. includes, like, fucking Wendy from Breaking Bad, who <laughs> they, like, dress up to look as meth-old as yeah. possible. So, uh, Christopher Robin, not on meth. Uh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, depressed. I, I, I'm going to break What the hell is going on I've here? I've turned... Uh, I could do a whole fucking episode on how my phone won't stop making noises, even when I put it in Do Not Disturb. But, so, uh, like... I thought that it was. I thought that it was enjoyable. I thought that it was visually great, except for the animals. Well, except for see, Blue. I didn't like, think it was visually it, good. I thought that it was shot really well. Um, like a lot of the scenes, the scenes where they were sitting on the log from behind, overlooking mm. uh, this the the. Stop nature. saying you liked from behind shots in a children's <laughs> movie. Oh god! Uh, so I thought there were a lot of scenes that were were cool, but again, like it, they were done in a very adult sort of dark, yeah. gritty way, and it. It just felt weird to me watching a Winnie the Pooh movie that was sort of entrenched in the fact that, uh, like, adulthood kind of sucks. Yeah. And, you know, the perils of adulthood and losing your inner child. Like, I was like, what kid is going to enjoy this? This is a Winnie the Pooh movie for adults. Right. And a lot of uh, a lot of the commentary on adulthood, I thought, Very was, was like a bad message. Like he, he, This is a guy... Who's supporting his family? Uh, he's got a child. His uh, his wife doesn't work, and he's he's like the earner in the family. He has to work a lot, and he's like there's like a lot of uh, like you're a bad guy for working. Obviously, like he wants to spend more time with his kids. It, it's based around they're supposed to go away for the weekend. And his boss makes him work, and it's like this mandatory thing, and he does everything he can to get out of it, and he just can't. And they paint it as, you asshole, you're going to go work instead of being with your family? And he's like, he doesn't fucking want to, to. but he's, uh, unfortunately, this is the, the responsibility that he has. Yeah, and but I mean, like, there is there are people that overwork and sort of just, like, don't yeah. pay enough attention. So, it wasn't like, but, like, to stick with the Roger Hobbs, I think that's his name. He was like an asshole in Elf, the father in Elf. Like, he doesn't want to be around his family. Right. He's a miserable guy. Oh, he just works, and that's all he fucking cares about. That's not what Ewan McGregor is like. He does have, like, that kind of inner child in he him still. He wants to be it, but he, right. just, he can't r- let it out because he's being worked so hard. Right. Uh, so I would say that this movie is a little harsh on your average working adult, which was uh, an interesting commentary to throw out there um but this was 2000 if this was in 2018 yeah ewan mcgregor would be all set he could just be an instagram star with his fucking talking animal friends yeah and he could stay at home all day with his kids this movie was not a straight to twitter movie because it has some uh some commentaries that really uh make you think Uh, here's a fun little toss-up for you yeah who uh brad garrett he is the voice of eeyore oh yeah uh more suicidal Eeyore or Robert from Everybody Loves Raymond? Well, so this, I would lean Robert, but Eeyore's first scene with Christopher Robin as he's an adult. Just, like, just kill is me. He's trying to die. He's just kill me. Right. Like that was, I was Please uh, thinking. do not like, interfere. I am trying to kill myself. Yeah. I was Leave like, me alone. That, that was one of a few, like, what's going, like, does this movie know what it's saying moments that I had? Like, I kept, again, throughout the movie, I was like, who the fuck is this movie for? <laughs> yeah. It is it like it is a weird weird movie because you're like I don't understand There are other who ways to convey hopelessness for. than 
uh, just let me die scene. <laughs> there could be like a, hey, go on without me. Go play your game. I'm just going to hang back and, and yeah. play by myself. He was like, he's in the water he, trying to die. Eeyore like wasn't a loner. Eeyore was legitimately depressed yeah. and a suicidal donkey. Yeah, which, man, that's a, that's one way to be typecast, man. Brad Garrett, yeah. he, we got to get Brad Garrett like a poppin'. A happy episode with Brad Garrett. Yeah. I Can Be Happy starring Brad Garrett. Did I tell you, uh, have I ever told you about the time I saw Brad Garrett? No. I was in Toronto, Ontario. And we were at, like, a cool rooftop bar, and I was with some baseball writers, and uh, John Tomasi says, oh, shit, Garrett Anderson's over there. And I was like, oh, cool, where? And he's, like, over there, and he's pointing, and we're all like, I do not see Garrett Anderson. uh. And he's like, that guy, he's like, do you see that guy right there? And I was like, Probably, you know when, like, you get to deliver a cool, funny line and, like, it's going to get big laughs? This was that moment for me. I got to say, he was like, don't you see Garrett Anderson? And I got to say, I see actor Brad Garrett. And it (laughs) ruled. Uh, And it was... Two very different people. Right. Like, like, I'm looking for, like, a probably out of shape by now former slugger. And instead... generous. He was kind of a slugger. Did he win a Did he win a home run derby? I think he. Yes, he did. Oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was Brad Garrett, and he was with a lady friend, and he was just like he had like shit in his hair, and he had on expensive jeans, and I was like He's seemingly trying, and and yeah, sort like, of has life in him. Yeah, it was. It, it was must have been jarring. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I'm. That was one of the times I was pissed that I'm not like a go over and yeah. say something and take a selfie thing. I don't think selfies existed back then, but that would have been awesome. What would that selfie look like? What kind of angle would I need to shoot that with to get Brad Garrett and myself in the, the shot? The bottom of your chin. Yeah, no, it would be the top of my hair and the bottom of Brad Garrett's chin. We, you think we could get Brad Garrett on? I hope so. I think so. We, uh... Tried Christine Baranski. That didn't work out too hot. Maybe, uh, yeah. I'm still, by the way, I'm still hot on Baranski Things' trail. That is a... I've noticed. It's an automatic retweet, unless it's like a weird thing, because sometimes it'll be like, Christine Baranski wearing these types of shoes, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this isn't one of those. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we're not one of these accounts. Um, Should we start a a Brad Garrett doing things account and just get his attention and invite him on the podcast? Yes. We should do Brad Garrett doing... I have the idea. We'll say it after, so uh, when you guys see it, you'll be pleasantly surprised, but million dollar idea, very good idea. Brad Garrett doing things. Um... They, uh, what are other qualms I had with Christopher Robin? Um, oh, um, Christopher Robin's boss is British Gavin Belson because he's British, he ruins everything, and he looks like Gavin Belson. Yeah, and he just has no idea how to do his job, and he just takes credit for other people's stuff. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wrote down, we've discussed this, is, uh, who looked and was so bad that it was a distraction. There were scenes where I, I didn't know what was going on because I kept looking at that fucking idiot yeah. and how he was like, he falling like a, down. He looked like a Brillo pad version of Pooh. So the cool thing about Paddington is you want to touch Paddington. Yes. Which you is wanna, the goal. You snuggle Paddington. Which is the goal of all these movies. You want to make all these animals look touchable. And I would not touch 
poo with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, I don't know what I would contract. And, exactly. You, like, wash your car with poo. Uh, and <laughs> he wasn't wearing pants. Very creepy. Very uh, perverted. Yeah. Very sick. Sick, sick bear. Also, Pooh gets up in the morning and he sings a song to make himself hungry. If I had to sing a song in order to make myself hungry, that'd be awesome because I would just never be hungry. I wouldn't sing and I'd look amazing. <laughs> yeah, you would never sing. Yeah. Uh, you're not known to sing ever. That's true. I actually would be. Uh, you'd yeah. be more hungry. That's true. Um, hungry for but... more ABBA. <laughs> Did you see the, the uh, thing on... Twitter or Instagram this week of the Pomeranian that was dressed as Paddington. No. It is the cutest fucking picture in the world. Awesome. It's a, it's a little Pomeranian dressed as Paddington. Uh, it, it has been tweeted at me <laughs> incessantly nice. over the past week or so, but I believe that that is a concerted effort by the Paddington folks to sabotage Christopher Robin in its first week of release. Which to remind everybody cool. that... Like, like, hey, this one's cuter. Yeah. That's... I mean... Well, what could you dress up to have look like poo? Like, hey, look at the uh, inside of this mango that, that uh, <laughs> we threw some red no, shit on, and now that it looks bear, like poo. That bear from Breaking Bad that was in yes. the plane crash that fell out of the sky. That's honestly like that's what that's like the consistency of yes. poo. I don't understand how they made him look so bad. And uh, Tigger, they made annoying, which was never Tigger's thing. That's the Pomeranian dressed as Paddington, which is the oh, cutest wow. thing in the world. That looks exactly like Paddington. Yes, it is the cutest thing in the world. Um, so, yeah, no, Tigger was pretty annoying. Yeah. And not funny. Mm-hmm. Who is the funniest uh, one? None, none of those other things were funny. I thought that uh, I thought that, that Brad Garrett as Eeyore was funny when he wasn't being overtly suicidal. Yeah, he was like kind of the like the Greek chorus or whatever. Like he would chime in every now and then to kind of set things straight, but yeah, like though they weren't funny, they weren't in it enough. It was just mostly adults and we it, I don't understand how everyone liked it so much. I think that they were maybe just excited to see a uh, poo type of thing. Like they, yeah. they're just they walked in and they thought about poo for a little bit. There was there was sort of like comfort uh, in the fact that it was a poo movie made for adults because we have grown up as poo people, or at least I was a poo person growing yeah, up. Yeah, so was I, but I think that I don't need it anymore. No, I don't need it anymore either. But it was there was sort of I've a lost comfort, my inner child. comfort level in watching an adult movie that had um, like elements from your childhood. Yeah, I, I just think that it, there was something there that was sort of charming, um, and I did think that the some of the animals were funny. There were some scenes that I laughed at, um, but overall, it was just like it. If we're gonna compare it to Paddington, yeah. Paddington Two was a vastly superior movie. Oh yeah, for both children, water. for both children and adults. Like that is the best thing that I can say about Paddington is that it is a legitimately kids movie. everybody would. Like it is it. a kids movie that can be thoroughly enjoyed by adults. Yeah. I'm thinking about... Uh, I don't think you can say the same for Christopher Robin at all. No, like, I... don't I, think kids are going to like that movie. I'm an adult who occasionally acts like a child. It should be up my alley. And I was very, very unimpressed with this movie. Like, towards the middle, when they were doing some, like, adventure thing, I wasn't into the adventure. It just, uh... It, it was not for me. Um... Did you see the, Did you see any previews when you went to see the movie? I didn't. I walked in as the movie was starting. So they're making a, another Mary Poppins movie. Did think I knew that. Who's starring in it? 
Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was in it for a second, but I don't think that he's starring in it. I forget who's in it. Oh, uh, what's your face? It, um, Emily Blunt. It's Emily Blunt? No, Emily Blunt, I it, think so. I thought that it was, uh, was it Allison Williams? I thought that I had heard that oh. she was maybe starring in that. Um, but Emily Blunt seems like she would be older for Mary Poppins, right? Uh, Emily Blunt, I would say, is only like 10 years older than Allison Williams cast emily blunt as mary poppins lin-manuel miranda is as jack uh meryl streep as topsy dick van dyke angela lansbury colin firth oh baby i am all in on mary poppins returns i don't know yo this like the 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 day of this this is the golden age of sequels man yeah this isn't this isn't a sequel why it's it's uh it's like a remake isn't it or is it a sequel it's uh she returns she's back if someone's back, that's a sequel, oh, baby. Mary Poppins Returns. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, I mean, Meryl Streep. Well, it's, it's, I was reminded. Are so, we going to let her ruin another musical? A <laughs> lot of backlash on the Meryl Streep talk. And really? Yes, and it was correct. Yeah. Like No, like, no. The, oh. the, the backlash is correct. We were, for some reason, I blacked out so much Meryl Streep. Like Meryl Streep, it, it should be Meryl Streep hasn't done anything good in a while, but Meryl Streep has the reputation of being fucking awesome because she was awesome for a while. In what? Uh, Kramer versus Kramer, awesome. Uh, the River Wild, unbelievable movie. Did you ever see that movie? I think so. So she was like the 80s and 90s, and for some reason, maybe it was because I didn't start watching movies until recently, I didn't actually piece together that she was in all these movies. Yeah, Meryl Streep is legitimately awesome. I would highly recommend The River Wild if you haven't seen it. It's about a family who goes rafting, and uh, they meet these guys. But here's the twist. One of those guys is Kevin Bacon, so okay. he's probably a bad guy. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. I think. Yeah, I've definitely and, like, seen that. There's like, some kidnapping that happens. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah, back and I've watch that, that movie yeah. again. Yeah, and, she, and she's, she's awesome. It? Yeah, she's like the lead. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, apologies to Meryl Streep. Uh, it's just do us a favor and make some be good in something though now, yes. please. Uh, a lot of fucking old people in this uh, in this Mary Poppins movie. What's wrong with that, Pete? Uh, not a big fan. Yeah, They're same. Old and close to death. Yeah, I had a terrible old person experience this past weekend. Uh, I went to a baseball game with some friends, and it was. Between the first and the second inning, uh, I was chatting with Nora Princiati from the Boston Globe, and she said, hey, I just booked all of my travel for the upcoming Patriots season. And I said, cool. Hey, tell me, you're a traveling sports writer. What's your airline of choice? Are you one of those, like, I'll only travel on this airline if I can help it kind of people? Yeah. And she was like, well... Not really. I'm partial to JetBlue, but blah, blah, blah. And we're talking about uh, airlines. And it's a pretty brief conversation. And then by then, the conversation is carried over into the bottom of the second. And we're talking just like everyone else is talking. And an old guy who's sitting in front of us by himself turns around and says, Hey, I know that you guys are having a business meeting, but all I've been hearing for the past two innings is business so would you mind what and so there were so many things i could have done uh i'll give you the get guess what i did all right the options are a okay sorry uh b are you gonna yell at all these other people talking 
or C, I went, hey, I pointed to the action and went, hey, home run, and saw if I could make him look. <laughs> I'm going to guess, okay, sorry, but I, I hope that it's number three. It was A, because they weren't uh, our seats. They were uh, like Nora's friend's company's seats and we had just sat down in them because the game had just started i really wanted to be like the past two innings we're not two innings into the game sir and we were not here for batting practice what the fuck are you talking about so that happens and like i think Nora was a little more comfortable with giving it back to him and she was like oh no like that's this isn't a thing yeah like uh we like we, we can talk this isn't a fucking movie theater right like, you you watch the game. Yeah. Everybody else is talking. Right. Shut the fuck up. But the best part of it was so that that happens in this woman behind us uh, who was like, she was also talking because everyone was talking. She was like, wait, what did that fucking guy just say to you? Tell me that fucking guy just told you to stop talking. Oh, my fucking God. I hope that fucking guy tells me to stop talking. Oh, fuck. And, like, the guy that she was with was like, okay, settle down. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I fucking need it. I need this fucking old fuck to tell. And she wasn't saying that. But, like, she really wanted, like, I dare you to fucking tell me to stop talking. But I just really kind of took crazy. it. And I was like, oh, sorry, sir. But... My next move was like, okay, I'm getting a beer because yeah. that was a Holy ridiculous shit. thing. What uh, an asshole! Yeah, and he left like in the fourth inning, of course, because old. Yeah, but it was just a Had crazy thing. I sat there in silence for like 30 minutes after, and uh, Nora was like, "Yo, you good?" And I was like, I was just playing out like an you entire episode shook. of Brunch yeah. over. The- no, I was like, I was just like imagining. Like the the conversation that could be had over the idea of an old That's guy crazy. turning around and tell honestly I, you know what it was it, I think it was and this guy didn't know it uh, an old guy heard a girl talking at a baseball game about something that wasn't baseball and that shook him in his deep down beliefs so I really would have liked to be like hey you don't know this. But you're sexist as fuck. Turn around, you fucking idiot. Oh, what man. a jerk, though. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is a wild move. Like, I've never been yelled at at a baseball game for talking about things that other than baseball. Because baseball games are eight hours long. Yeah. And you need to enter- entertain yourself somehow. And, like, very shortly after, he started talking to a stranger. Because, oh, he had also been turning around trying to talk to us about sports. Like, there was, like, a high and, uh, like a high and inside pitch. Yeah. And the guy turned around. He was like... Oh, here we go. And I was like, I'm not one of those. Like, yeah. like I'm not going to be like, oh, hit him, bro. So, uh, yeah. like Maybe it's just, I mean, it sounds like that, that outburst was just straight up out of loneliness. And he wanted somebody to talk to. Maybe. And he couldn't insert himself into a business conversation. Yeah. Well, he so. Like, hey, direct this back to baseball so yeah. I can join in. Right. He, uh, shortly after, he and uh, some other guy that was there started talking about baseball and uh, probably about the olden days, mm-hmm. I imagine. Maybe Racist about like something. Stuff. Yeah, like uh, I was there when some such and such happened. Uh, people love saying whether or not they were at the game. And uh, I said to Nora, I was like, I could tap him on the shoulder and be like, excuse me, we work in sports. So you are discussing business right now. Please stop. All I've heard the last 39 innings is business. What an old asshole, though. 
Yeah. And oh, this was uh, this was how old the guy was. He was wearing a shirt that said Maine. On oh it. no! And he was wearing a hat that said Maine on it. So that that was my Maine man. <laughs>